Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of Quarantine Question Time. How you do? Are you ready for some questions? Yes. Question number one comes from Megan underscore Adams 10. Please, please tell us about the paranormal stuff that's been happening in your house. (laughs) I feel like we might have oversold this a little bit. I'm only saying that because I'm coming from a place now where everything's not really as creepy as it was previously. Yeah. (laughs) But there has been some weird stuff. So we have had some little orange lights. That they, We haven't seen those in a while, though. No, but... And there was orange, red, and green. Yeah. I only saw the orange ones, so I think I was lying about the others. I saw the red and the green ones. <laughs> See, this and this sounds really stupid, and Dan was talking to me about these lights for ages, and I was like, okay, you're obviously having a breakdown, <laughs> and I'm just going to humour you. And I didn't see them at all, and then I saw them maybe three or four separate times in different rooms, and they're like little... Go and say it. You know you want to. No, I'm not saying the O word. <laughs> it's like little, um, they're almost like little laser beams. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know how else to just go. By the way, we were seeing those for ages and then they calmed down for a while. Um, but recently, go for it. So, one time I was laying on the bed upstairs dozing. I wasn't actually asleep. I was just laying there, like resting. And then I heard someone come up the stairs and I felt someone come into the room. So I just presumed Emma was there. Ooh. And then I rolled over and there was nobody there and Emma was downstairs. We also, I was also in a bath and had very, had someone knock on the door twice. Very loudly. And Emma again was downstairs. Yeah, for once I'm genuinely not taking the piss. Like, if it was, if, if I'd done this. The thing this... is, if Emma had done it, she wouldn't have been able to hold off, hold off at <laughs> laughing at me for too long. No, I wouldn't. Because <laughs> that's why you do it, isn't it? You wind me up to be able to laugh at me. Yeah, and we yeah. have been we have been have, having a lot of noises in the house recently. We've lived here for what two, three? We've lived here for a long time. Yeah. Um, and you get used to certain noises. Like it can regularly sound like somebody's running up the stairs in our house because yeah. all of the houses in our row all have staircases in the same position, and we're just in a ter- line of terraced houses, so it, we know. When it's next door, if that makes sense, because it happens so frequently. Yeah, so there's a difference between like hearing something on the stairs in the house and next door. And you can't tell the difference. Mm. So we've had a lot of like bangs from the kitchen recently that we can't quite figure out what they are. Like, so we've had one recently as well where there was a massive bang upstairs and we were both like, what the fuck was that? So I went upstairs and checked. I don't know, being the big being the big I am. Yep, absolutely. I'm going to send you up for every supernatural occurrence that happens. And it was essentially the wind had blown loads of um, bottles off a shelf in the bathroom. So, you know, 
figure that one out. The but bunt. there has been, but there has, yeah, it's the knocking on the bathroom door that I just don't understand. No, because it's very clear two knocks, dunk, dunk. I was convinced it was you. Convinced. The kids next door sometimes bang on the walls. Yeah, but this is this is on the door. There's a difference. Yeah, I guess. And also, we've had a couple of times where Lini has teleported. I mean, Bim has teleported. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where she's, there's, she's somehow got somewhere really quickly and she's not the most agile cats and it's just been a bit like, you step through a portal or something. Yeah, you can imagine just slipping through a portal yeah, and being like, what accident. the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, I think, on the whole, I think we probably oversold it a little bit, but it's just little odd things that disturb me. Sounds We sound like the beginning of any fucking haunting. In the beginning, it was just little odd things that we didn't realise until we and looked back. there was a cloven-footed man walking up and down the stairs every night with his cane. Is that how you're going to talk when we're going to be interviewed? Yeah. Because <laughs> I really don't want to do that. Oh. Question number two. What is your favourite Dan saying? And that is from El Fuzzle. My favourite Dan saying is not really a saying. More so, it's a word that he's probably never said on the podcast but I'm fascinated by the way Dan says the word onion and every time he says it it makes me roll around laughing so that's my favourite Dan word do you want to say it or nope okay it's going to make you sound foolish nope I say onion <laughs> as in like U-N-G-Y-E-N so does your mum that's how you pronounce it it's not how you pronounce onion yeah, but how do you pronounce the letter R? Not like that thing you used to row a boat. Or. Or. And or is what you row a boat with. Yeah. And the letter is or. That's the same That's word. That's not the same word. Every listener will respond to this saying, you just said the same word twice. Unless they're Irish listeners, in which case they'll be like, yeah. There's a massive difference between the two things that you just said. Yeah, right. Okay. Question number three. In what order should I show my son Star Wars? I say numerical, but my wife says release date. I say machete cut. What does that mean? So you show the episode four, episode two, episode three, episode five, episode six. Why? Because it's like a good order to watch, man. Bim is just running around and I don't really know. Oh, I don't know if you can hear that. It's time for dinner. Hi. Do you know we're trying to record a podcast? Oh, she's hungry. Hang on, we'll have to pause the recording and feed her. Okay, we're back. We just had to do some serious feeding of the baby. So just for a little bit of context, she woke me up a little bit earlier than she normally did does in the mornings this morning. So she ate earlier. So when she realised that she was hungry, <laughs> there was no stopping her. Yeah, she was just like, I don't care about your fucking <laughs> podcast, okay? I want my dinner. And also, there's no way of feeding her quietly because no. we have to blend her dinner. Bless her. Because her teeth aren't don't work very well, and if if you don't blend it, she can't eat it properly. It's, it's all it's all very dramatic in this house. Very dramatic. Uh, we were talking about Star Wars. Yeah. I say numerical. I say episode four. I don't. I don't know why you're leaving out episode one. <laughs> I was hoping you hadn't noticed. I had noticed. I don't know why you're leaving out okay, episode one. Okay, so. Basically, the way that the machete cut is the idea that episode one is rubbish and you don't need to see it. Um, Not hang true. on, hang on. <laughs> but okay, go on. Um, but if you were to include it, then you'd, it would go four, one, two, three, five, six. So the idea is that actually the important story arc is four, five, six. That's the main story. 
Yeah, I I agree. Watching episode four first introduces you to the main characters. Yep. Two and three serve as your flashback to give context. And then five and six is the end of the saga. So that's that should be the way you watch it in my Well, opinion. the reason why episode four was the first one ever released was because George Lucas thought it was the only one that would ever stand alone. And if it flopped, he'd never have to make one again. Which is, which actually, if you watch it and you, that's the only one you watch, it does stand alone quite well. I yeah, think. it does. I think, I think it was the right thing to do. However, I think the hatred towards episode one is unjustified. And I will say that, and I will continue to say that. I appreciate that people always say episode one is just not a good film, and Jar Jar Binks, and blah blah blah. Episode one was came out when I was a child, and okay. I loved it so much. I'm going to say something controversial. I'll let you have it because I feel the same way about WrestleMania Nine. <laughs> Nobody loves WrestleMania Nine. Me and my brother love it because it was the first WrestleMania that we owned on video, so we watched it loads. So we think it's great as well. And that's all you're doing. You just you've just got a childhood attachment to episode yeah, one. So I do. I have fine. a child. We'll I'm have not that. saying it's a piece of cinematic mastery. Uh, so I'm talking about a fresh set of eyes doesn't need to see it. That's what I'm saying. That's not true. A fresh <laughs> set of eyes, like that child, could... <laughs> just like I'd tell a fresh set of eyes not to watch WrestleMania nine. <laughs> and your son could grow up to have a crush on Darth Maul like me. So therefore, if he never sees episode one, he's never going to have that opportunity. To be fair, I think if you watch episode one, it sort of helps you get into Clone Wars, which apparently is an amazing series. So if he's going to go into watching Clone Wars on like Disney Plus or something like that, then watch episode one. So essentially we both say numerical then? No, I'm still saying start with four. Oh. It's just whether you include episode one or not. You do. Uh, question four. If you were a combo of two cryptids, what would you be? And that came from at underscore dupes. Right, you're going to have to give me some cryptids because I've just been staring at the all your little pictures of um, uh, Bigfoot and now I can't think of any other cryptids. There should be loads of cryptids on... I've got loads of pictures of cryptids. I'm stuck on my laptop I for context. I think I would be the body of Mothman and the head of Nessie. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that would be the most terrifying thing ever. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Oh, God. So I'm trying to picture That's why I'm being be, really quiet. Essentially, I'd be a pterodactyl. Yeah. With a long neck. Essentially. I want to be the Loveland frog. Okay, what's that? Because I get a magic wand. Oh, okay. We've nice. done this story before on Patreon. Oh. So the Loveland Frogmen were... Oh, the Frogmen. Oh, yeah, 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 were like sorry. frog okay, creatures yeah, yeah, yeah. with like magic wands. You That's just said what frog. I, I was thinking Budweiser frog. That's all I had in my head. So I want to be a Loveland frog. So I want the body 
Oh, shit. Now I need to think about this. Head of a frog, body of Bigfoot. No, I kind of want the body of a frog. But it's not the body of a frog. It's like a reptile creature, isn't it? I want the body of a frog and the head of Mothman. How about the body of Nessie and the head of Zach Bagans? (laughs) We're never going to get Zach Bagans on our podcast at this rate. Okay. Okay. Which we all know is my dream and your dream. Okay. Question five. For very different reasons, I'd imagine. Yes. (laughs) Question five from the same person at underscore dupes. Would it be worse to only see or only hear a ghost? See. I agree. Because I think if you hear, you can, um, your ears can be deceiving. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it was like having full blown whispered sentences in my ear, I'd just be like, oh, explaining head syndrome. Whoops. Yeah. Oh, if I go to sleep now, I'm not even going to worry about it. Uh, question six. What would be your signature bake on Bake Off? And that comes from the Demon Gin. Oh, good question, Demon Gin. Uh, mine would probably be brownies. Just what kind of brownies? Plain chocolate brownies. Because I have... we did. I did a test with my mum once. Because I told her that I make wicked brownies, and she said that she reckoned hers was better, so we did a blind taste test, and I won. <laughs> so I've essentially already won Bake Off, because in my mind, my mum is the best at baking anyway. So if I've beaten her in a com- baking competition, I've therefore won baking in general. Not just the Bake Fair. Off, baking in general. Fair. I would make... It's also the only thing I can really make. <laughs> I would make something outrageous. So I, if you don't know, I am obsessed with the Bake Off. I fucking love it. I love the drama of it. I'm so into the wholesome nature of Bake Off. And I get really... Like, I don't bake. I can make one thing, which is a chocolate Guinness cake, which I think I make pretty well. But it's the only thing I can make. And I get so into it. So I watch it and I'm like, you fucking call that a souffle? (laughs) I could do that in my sleep. And I'm like, oh, they haven't laminated that pastry enough. Like, I like I know what that means, you know. So I would make something outrageous because I think I'd shoot way beyond my ability. My ability is a chocolate Guinness cake. But I'd be like, I'm going to make a gingerbread cathedral as my signature bake. To be fair, building with gingerbread is so fun. And yes. gingerbread is lush. So you'd so, be fine yeah. about it. And I'd make those little stained glass windows. Like, I'd melt sweets to make everybody thinks windows they can shit. do that because of bake off but i think it's a lot harder than it looks no i think it is hard that's why i'm saying i would do it because okay. i'd overshoot and then i'd be like i'd be on bake off and i would become notorious i'd be like the black forest gato situation no it was baked alaska where the guy threw the whole baked alaska alaska in the bin that would be me and it would be like oh my god she's like so aggressive you on bake off. The first week then, would you? no i wouldn't but okay. it's not the point i'd have eternal glory eternal glory I would um, cut all my brownies up and sculpt them into a picture of Bigfoot. (laughs) With heart eyes. Yeah. Little strobes for his eyes. (laughs) And question number seven also comes from the Demon Gin. What is your favourite cleaning hack? What's cleaning? Sinead, don't even get me started on this. So the Demon Gin is Sinead from the Poisoner's Cabinet. Just wanted to let you know. Great podcast. I would recommend that you listen to it. I fucking love cleaning and every time I say that my mum's like oh well well I wish you'd clean at home but when I go home to my mum's house I revert back to being like a teenage girl so I just leave disaster in my wake but when I'm here I very much enjoy it my favorite cleaning hack is a stain removal cleaning hack you're supposed to be excited 
Ooh. Thank you. That's better. I paused there because I was waiting for your Sorry. input and you were just staring at me blankly. So if you put a dishwasher tablet in your washing machine on a hot wash with some stained clothes, it should get rid of the stains from your clothes. But the dishwasher tablet cannot have any red in it. It has to be a blue and white dishwasher tablet. Ooh. Check me out. Fucking shit up. There you go. That's my cleaning hack for you. Do you know what my favourite cleaning hack is? What? Disinfectant wipes. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Can I have that? Yep, by all means. Okay, cool. You can have that. Question eight also comes from the Demon Gin. Top three lush bath bombs. Well, I feel like these questions are very themed towards one member of the podcast here. Yeah, I- Bim. <laughs> I will tell you, the next two questions are about you. Okay. Okay. So my number one Lush Bath Bomb at the moment is the Aubergine one. I was going to make a really rude joke, but I decided not to. Which is an eggplant for all you Americans listening. Is that the same thing? Yeah. Eggplant and Aubergine? Yeah. Is the Aubergine one. I oh, My number two is the... Um, plague bag. No, plague bag I think is number three. Okay. Number two at the moment, I think is the temple in the sky one because it's like glorious and then number three is the one that you end up with a plague bag which is the lavender sleepy time one and it looks like those bags that they put over their noses during plague times with herbs in it so they didn't smell the dead bodies and the rotting corpses yeah it does exactly what it looks like i mean it's a great marketing tool number nine will dan ever do another episode where he reads the story he sounded cool and that came from at salsa mckin mckin 2018 um, I probably will do one at some point. Um, I feel like as much as I really like reading and as much as I like doing the research and stuff, I feel like the reactions I get from Emma aren't quite as good as the reactions that Emma gets from me. Because <laughs> Emma's just like, oh yeah, it's infrasound. And that's it. And that's the end of the conversation. Or So I had to really, the one that I did on the Black Shark, which I think is a Patreon episode. Yeah, it is. I had to really put a lot of work into how I wrote that story to keep Emma on her toes. And I have to say, if ever there was a reason to become a patron, and we never do this where I'm like, oh, if you become a patron, you can listen to this amazing episode. But that episode was really good. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I was shooketh. I don't think the content was particularly good, but the way that I wrote it was it enabled me to keep the skeptic believing for a little bit. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was impressed with that episode. And but, question... Oh, sorry. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to do one and I probably will do one, but they're never going to be as frequent as Emma because it's really hard to get Emma to believe anything. True. Question 10. How often does Bim tell you that there are ghosts around? And that came from Alina... No, Alinta... Alinta Rupp. Alan Tarup. <laughs> <laughs> Ali N. Tarup. I don't know. Uh, she regularly well her main things that she communicates as you've heard this episode is I'm hungry yeah and uh, give me attention yeah Um, I think she stays quiet on the ghosts because it works in her favour because if we're freaked out we're giving attention to the ghosts whereas if we're not we're normally giving attention to Bim so I think she just keeps quiet on them to be honest also she spends a lot of time sleeping so I don't know what she'd see <laughs> yeah with her eyes closed <laughs> so that was our 10 questions this week We'll see you next week for 10 more quarantine questions. Bye.
that's my line. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.